0: Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast, I just want to give a quick shout out to you incredible listeners. Please don't be afraid to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. One of that is the Circle City Cinema, where it is back shoulder fade. Uh, which is on pause this week whether it's the uh alex burr power hour that's been off for like a couple weeks uh don't be afraid to uh check out our stuff that we have going uh and you know we got a busy stretch uh with lynn sanity and sports season you know i mean bryce and i we love we we, we go right into college we, we go right into football right into football and then we don't even wait we, we don't wait we get right into college basketball I mean, yeah, yeah. by the time the college basketball ends, Bryce, we, we go right into the NBA. So we're about to, we're about to hit the ground running. Man, you I mean, make me tired. It's also fun. I mean, it's fun. It's I enjoy it. a lot of fun. So i me afraid to rate and review our podcast. Today's going to be more of an NFL episode. Uh, but first, uh, Zach, we're going to play a game. Uh, we're going to play a game with, with head coaches. We like talking to head coaches and specifically the security of a head coach whether they're safe on the job, whether they're going to be let go, what the hot seat's looking like. So, uh, Zach, take us away here.
1: Well, this this, is, this game has become even more timely here because we just learned Mike McCarthy is safe. He is not getting canned. He's going to go back to Dallas. And what is inevitably, inevitably going to happen is he's going to play out the last year of his contract, and then they will lose in the playoffs again, and then we'll be in the same spot we are now.
2: I'm
3: glad
1: you accept this this now. I mean, I don't know what's going to change in a year, but uh, (laughs) unless they change the quarterback. But this game here, I'm going to give you a coaching candidate currently on the market. And you gentlemen are going to respond with what team they're going to be
3: coaching next year. And you can give a brief explanation if you want. So let's start... I'm not going to start with the big ones. Let's go Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Caleb,
1: where's Ben Johnson going to be next season? 2024 NFL season, where's Ben Johnson?
0: 2024 NFL season. Ben Johnson is going to be coaching the Washington football
3: no. I think they need an, op-
0: they need an oh. offensive line. They've been going conservative with Rivera. Oh. I think they're going to try to unlock something offensively. They're going to try to re... I-, I think they'll mess with that staff a little bit. And I think they need an offensive head coach. And at least to try it, because they really haven't. So, I'll go with Washed.
3: I am going to go with a desperation move...
2: By Dave one David Tepper, he will give <laughs> the money to Ben Johnson as the fix it guy because honestly, he's gonna swing for the fences uh, on these big candidates, but he will not be able to get them. and he will give he will concede the cash to Ben Johnson
3: okay.
1: So we got the commies and we got the Panthers for Ben Johnson. Very nice. Panthers who already tried to get Ben Johnson. It didn't, didn't work out. Uh,
3: next up. Mr. Michael Brabel. Unfairly maligned and
1: fired by the Tennessee Titans and kicked in the ass on the way out the door by their incompetent owner. Bryce. We played against Mike Brabel. For a long time, for about five or six seasons, these teams were always well-prepared. As much as I hated them, they were always well-prepared, well-coached. My God, you had that quote from Michael Lombardi this week about the tape of the Malik Willis game against the Chiefs sending it to Canton. I agree. Where is Mike Vrabel going to be next
2: year? Uh, See, that is where I think he will go to Washington uh, to build a culture. I feel like the offensive guy is already in place there with Eric Bien-Aimé. Um, Not saying that he will stay, but it kind of makes more sense to maybe get a defensive guy once again, a guy that has won, has been to the playoffs multiple times with subpar teams. And right now the, the roster is a subpar roster. So I think that gives you the best chance of making a splash early on. So I think Washington would be a good fit
3: there. Caleb, Mike Vrabel. So am am I saying where I want him or where I think? Where you think. By the way, I forgot to say, I think Ben Johnson will go
1: to the Eagles. I know there's a report that uh, Nick Sirianni is fine. Interesting. uh, But I still think Jeffrey Lurie... We'll find out if he has the final say or not after that meeting, but I guess uh, your prediction of where they will end up. Where do you predict they will end up? So, Bryce uh, says Mike Vrabel to the commies. What do you say?
3: I don't really
0: like it because I don't think he should be... I don't think this guy should be let go. Um, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I think the Raiders want to splash. Uh, yeah. I think, I think the Raiders want to splash. I think they'll throw the money. Um, I think he'd get that place rocking. I don't know if again, I, I would rather have Pierce, but I think the Raiders have proven time and time out again, they always like the big name.
1: That's an Al Davis guy, if I ever saw one. I but, agree.
2: Totally agree.
1: Yeah. I'm also gonna go with the commies for Mike Vrabel. Uh they they don't have any identity. Their their identity is incompetence. Okay, that's that's what they've been for most of our lives. Guys, they've 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 sucked. So their defense is like Caleb likes to say, Swiss cheese. Uh, they have a very high draft pick. They're going to get a new franchise quarterback, supposedly. Biennemi is there. I I do worry about Biennemi and Vrabel meshing. I don't know. Although Biennemi, we've heard stories that he's tough. He's tough on guys. So maybe that will, maybe that'll be better than I think. But. He will fix their defense. They're gonna have a young quarterback. I I just feel like that'll be a big get for this new ownership. So Mike Vrabel to the commies, my guess.
0: Can I, uh, can, I say one next more on up. can I say one more? Can I say one more? Yeah, go ahead. It's your show. Go I ahead. don't think it's gonna happen, <laughs> but I I really think I really want the Seahawks to get him. That's my dream fit. Because be I feel like he I feel like his his brand of football combined with the fact that they have a pretty set in stone roster. You'd have a pretty good coach on a contending team. You wouldn't lose a beat. I don't, I don't believe that they should hire a guy like Dan Quinn, uh, after the performance we saw
3: this last week. Speaking of which Dan Quinn, Caleb, Caleb, where will Dan Quinn be next year? This is this is on a couch.
2: Oh, my gosh. Come on. You don't believe that for a second.
0: Well, he's either going to stay on Dallas or he's on the couch.
2: Oh, my You think McCarthy's not going to get fired and Dan Quinn is?
0: He's either going to stay in Dallas. Dow- he's not going to be a head coach of another football. Oh, yes, he is. No. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, he is. No,
2: he's not- oh, yes, he is. Bryce? Who, Bryce? He is going to Seattle. It's 100%. It, that's a done deal. It's a done deal. He, he, that's where the Legion of Boom, that was Dan Quinn's design.
0: That'll set them back so much.
2: Uh, I'm not, I, I don't care. I, the question is, which hiring will set the franchise back so much? It's where do you think they're, they're going to be coaching? It's going to be Seattle. They love it. They love him too much. It's familiarity with the with the uh, with the coach and with the franchise, like it or not.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a lock. Dan Quinn goes to Seattle. Uh, don't think they should have moved off Pete Carroll, but here we are. Uh, I think he should be fired. I think somebody somebody has to lose their job over what happened to the Cowboys, and I think it's going to be Dan Quinn if he doesn't take a job. So, if he doesn't take a job, he's going to get fired, in my opinion. So, Dan Quinn is Seahawks. Caleb's is the couch. Uh, let's go to the guy Dan Quinn is going to replace, probably. Pete Carroll. Where will Peter Carroll be next year, Bryce?
2: He'll be at his beach house in L.A. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and that's no survivor. disrespect. Yeah, uh, sure. I, that's no disrespect. It's just, we haven't, we've heard zero buzz on Pete Carroll. I don't think he's taken any, I don't think he's been requested for any interviews. I feel like that has to be reported. Right. I feel like we would have heard about that. So I, I think the coaching, and I think it's a product of the coaching pool just being so big. And a lot of Pete Carroll, you know what he is, right? You know what he is. Like Ben Johnson, you don't necessarily know, but the upside is huge. So I, I don't think I don't know that he's going to get a job this round, or
0: or ever again, honestly. I, I, I kind of I mean I kind of agree, with Bryce. I think he'll just be in Seattle. But he's had a great career. I mean, he's got no reason. I mean, I, I, first off, if he wanted to coach, he would get in her. He's, yeah, he would. would. He just would. I mean, what did what did he do? And he it? wasn't it a bad coach in Seattle. Nothing about him was was horrible. I, I think that's. I think they're just. He's just moving in a different direction in his life.
1: I agree. I think he might be done. Um, I think if he goes anywhere, it would be a team like Washington. Great career. It just needs needs some culture and direction.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Great. Tommy's great fans career. will be upset with that then. Yeah. What are they upset with? A Super Bowl champion head coach. When's the <laughs> last time you made the playoffs? When's the last time you made the freaking playoffs?
2: I mean, they just—they hired a coach that went to a Super Bowl and it got them nowhere.
0: Hey, what's the difference? Went to a Super Bowl versus winning a Super Bowl? What's the difference? Over five hundred multiple times, over five hundred one time. I guess. I guess. I. I just.
1: All I just right. It. Let's let's do the crown jewels together, and then we can move on with our lives Jim Harbaugh, Bryce's favorite college coach of all time and his favorite and Caleb's favorite NFL coach of all time,
2: Bill Belichick. Okay. Harbaugh, it's got to be Chargers, man. I think that I think the the relationship with the Spanos family is deep and strong. I think I know he interviewed for Atlanta, respect to Atlanta for throwing their hat in the ring. Uh, but I yeah. think Chargers is it that roster is ready to go, including a quarterback ready to rock and roll. that roster is ready, so I think he would go there.
0: I got our ball on the Chargers. Um, I think it's very difficult uh, to not see the fit. How would make a lot of sense and um, I guess in regards to the bill i'll I'll lean uh I'll lean Atlanta. I mean, it's the one place we know he's interviewed. Agreed. Um, I don't love that hire at all, but I think that's what they're going to do.
1: I got the same ones at this point. I think Parba would be a fool to go anywhere else. I just think it's, it's the most ready made job if you're trying to win, uh, win right away. So, and then I got Belichick to the Falcons as well. I think they sign a veteran quarterback, possibly Kirk Cousins. And then they draft a quarterback with the
3: seventh pick, I think they have. So that's what I think. You double. All right, gentlemen. You double up put quarterback. If you're the Falcons, yeah. you would double up. I would sign Kirk Cousins like a two year deal. And then draft like I don't know. I don't know who's gonna be there at seven. You think the roster's that good when you could do that? Their offense is. They have they have enough offensive weapons. I
0: don't mind that. To make it happen. <clears throat> I don't, don't mind, mind that. that. I guess it's gutsy to do. But you know, we're, we're 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 in the time where you got to have some guts. That is the NFL playoffs. Um, and we're going to start with the AFC and then we're going to go into the NFC. Uh, first things first uh, the Cleveland Browns Against Houston, Texas, it's just like I've said for like however many months, Chuck okay. Flacco is okay. simply not that good. Okay. Um, Three hundred yards, two interceptions. Uh, they can barely they score. T- two, you know, fourteen points against the Houston, Texas defense. The run game was non-existent. Um, and the Texans, you know, giving them some credit here. I mean, Stroud looked very good, very efficient. No turnovers on the night for him. Uh, Collins uh, had a strong performance of ninety-six yards. Um, you know, in this defense. Uh, I mean, basically what happened was this defense just saw a quarterback that just simply wasn't that good, uh, was living on his coattails, living on his legacy, uh, and he sits there, he keeps throwing turnovers, and at some point, and at some point, the turnovers were going to catch up to him, at some point, and they did catch up to him, and they caught up to them in a big way, um, but this was a very impressive win by the Texans. Uh, Zach, what do you think of this, uh, this victory for Houston?
1: Well, even though you refused to give Flacco's props when he deserved them, I agree
3: with you. He deserved them. Well, every game before this. Every game before I this, said, this, you were I silent. I
0: thought silent. Was, no, I was not.
3: Yeah, you were. You were silent. Yeah.
1: Radio silence. But, yeah, I do agree with you that this is bound to happen at some point. Just unfortunate for the Browns and typical Browns that it would happen in a playoff game. Uh, but if you're looking at Texans, like, pretty encouraging. I know you're going into Baltimore uh, this week, but pretty encouraging. This is probably the best defense you've faced all season. Um, You know, you got bodied by him the first time you played him this year, and now you lit him up. I mean, it was a shootout. We did think it was going to be a shootout, and it was for about a quarter and a half, Uh, and then they just blew the roof off the place. Texans did. Um. But I mean, I know I know those picks were really bad by Flacco, but gotta be encouraging if you're a Texans fan, if you're D'Amico Ryan's like and you have a quarterback who you can put up points. I mean, if you can put up points on the Browns defense, even though they had some injuries, I'm feeling okay going into Baltimore. I'm
3: not expecting to win, but could cover the spread, Caleb.
0: Cover the spread. Rice, why do you think something that I just find a little interesting is why? Why do you think their defense is so dominant at home, absolutely this Well, I
2: think it's just I think that's just a uh, a sign of of a young team. Um, you know, I think the Houston crowd has been great all season for them, um, especially once Stroud started to get going. I think I think Houston was ready to turn the page from the Deshaun Watson saga. They've been kind of in limbo. Uh, you know, Lovey Smith, David Coley. They finally brought a, a their defensive captain home to be the head coach, D'Amico Ryans, somebody that, you know, played his soul or poured his soul out um while he was in Houston, comes back. They they draft CJ Stroud, they draft Will Anderson at two and three. You you gave the the fans something to believe in. And of course that defense is that whole team is going to feed off of that. Um, and then, I, I, you know, as the season went on, Stroud got better. He started balling out and they found some, su- Some, oh, I mean, somewhat successful on the road. But, I mean, I think that defense feeds off that home crowd for sure. Um, but, I mean, a lot of them are still young. I mean, Petrie, a couple seasons in the league, Stingley, um, you know, Will Anderson, obviously it's his first year. Uh, so I mean they're still growing as a unit. It's a new new system that D'Amico Ryan's has introduced. You know that he's D'Amico Ryan's is also you know establishing his culture of of a grit and grind type culture, um, which I think is good. So I think that's part of it. But I mean this game was impressive from from Houston. I mean to put up forty five points in a, in a playoff game is incredible, incredible, especially with a rookie quarterback and a first year head coach against a really good defense, um, uh, you know, lackluster, you know, a, a Joe, an older Joe Flackwick quarterback, even though he's playing well, it's so incredible. So props to Houston happy for my guy, CJ Stroud. He balled out, uh, you know, almost two three touchdowns. Just, I, I love to see the success.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. He, he's, he's been very, very good for them. I mean, I think Houston with this win, I mean, successful season, regardless. Um, Bryce Supner, uh, Zach, something to back up your, uh, your point on, on this. This Houston team is a favorite of more than a touchdown. Marjack's one and eight gets spread over the last three seasons. Worst Dude. mark of 32 quarterbacks. His only cover, though, week one against Houston Texans at home. So I think it'll be, it'll be pretty <laughs> interesting to see. I got that from a tweet by Evan Abrams, but look, if they end up, it, it's those. one of those things where it's like, if you, if you look at those type of stats, maybe so they, they can keep it in the game. but I, I'm of the belief here that, um, you know, great season by Houston. I'm curious to see whether they can just keep that going. Um, I, I really am. Uh, but at the same time, I, I think regardless of how, how this game plays out for them, um, marvelous season everyone projected you dead last so can't do a whole lot more than go from last to first and then win a playoff. next up uh the dolphins against the chiefs kansas city wins 26 to 7 uh with that that freezing cold weather i tell you i was watching the game and just seeing the weather at this game <laughs> just made me want to be in a like it watching it because it was just it was that cold and they they ended up you know I don't know if it was necessarily the prettiest game ever because of the weather, but sometimes it's fun to watch the football of the elements. And um, the Kansas City did, you know, the Kansas City's credit they they took advantage of the elements. They made it their game. Uh, you know, Mahomes twenty three of forty one, uh, two hundred sixty yards and a touchdown. Pacheco eighty nine yards on twenty four carries. Um, Rasheed Rice, um, a great game from him. Kelsey, a solid game despite the touchdowns. Um, You know, this Kansas City defense, uh, you know, kind of stopped Miami. Uh, It just was uh, a game where I feel like, Bryce, if you only look at the score of 26 to seven, I don't really know if that's what I saw. (laughs) I saw like a 42 to seven type of game. But because it was just so freezing cold, I think both teams just to a certain extent couldn't have like their full red. Yeah,
2: you know, so. A little, before I get to the game, a little backstory, like, okay, we talked about how cold it was, right? And it was freezing. Okay. So Caleb, I'll tell you a little story. I didn't really share this with, with Zach at the moment, but yesterday Zach asked me to help him outside at work. Uh, we had to, we had to clear some trash around the dumpster. Uh, Cause it was the, the, the truck wouldn't have been able to get there. So we had to clear some stuff. And for the 10 minutes, Maybe not even ten minutes. I was out there. I had no gloves on, and I'm out there, and it's single digits. It might have been zero degrees. I think at that it point, it was bad. I couldn't. I couldn't feel my hands. By the time uh, the the few moments that I was out there, and I, I <laughs> they were hurting. And then I'm I'm watching the replay, or I'm I'm watching highlights from this game, and I see Tua. And Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball with no gloves. And I'm like, there's no way. How, how in the world, how in the world are you doing this? I was out there like, I don't know. I don't know. And, and people, were, you know, somebody had the audacity. I think it was on ESPN or NFL Network. They were like, well, you know, if Kansas City wasn't so bad in the Reds, shut up, shut up. Why don't you go down there and try to throw a football? Why don't you try to do it? <laughs>
3: That's awful.
2: Shut up. That's awful. You know, so the fact that they were even able to put up 26 points, I think is amazing. And, And, uh, Bucker was, was awesome all afternoon and that's all they needed because we knew we knew Miami had zero chance in this game because they're not built for cold weather games and they folded again, again, It is exactly what we said last week on the pod. They had no chance in this game. Uh, They they were lucky. Honestly, they were lucky to get the Tyreek Hill bomb touchdown. They were lucky. So, I mean, this is exactly what I expected out of Kansas City. Uh, They move on. Patrick Mahomes is going to go play his very first road game of his career. I want you guys to think about that for a second. Very first road game in the playoffs. Do you know... I'm trying to look for it here real fast. Uh, I don't think I can find it. But I mean, I, it's, it, that's insanity to me, right? He's been in the league since 2017, playing since 2018, basically, you know? Yeah. And this is his
3: first road game in the playoffs. Yeah. That's nuts, man. And we're talking this, he's played 15.
2: Playoff games. 15. So that includes a, a few Super Bowls. So take those out. Those at 12. 12 games at home. This is the first one. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So we'll preview that game after a while, but this is exactly what I expected from this game. I expected nothing less, so you know, props to Kansas City for getting it done. Getting a little rhythm with Rasheed Rice there. Pacheco. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, we said it. I was screaming it. Zero chance for this team. Uh and as soon as they cut to Tua uh, bundled up in his seventeen layers uh uh during the anthem, I knew it was over. Uh there was they had no chance. Um you know, I checked my mail today and I took my gloves off and what Bryce said. Couldn't even feel my hand. So I don't know how they're throwing the ball and stuff, but uh even when it was 16 to 7, it seemed insurmountable for the Dolphins. Uh, it just seemed it just seemed like they 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 couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything on offense. Uh they were letting and you know, of course on the TV they had the built-in excuse of all the defense, uh, you know, the whole defense is hurt whatever. But then I got to thinking about Vic Fangio and how even though we saw this coming, I didn't see this as a reason why they would lose. Vic Fangio used to play the Chiefs twice a year when he was head coach of the Broncos. And Andy Reid never lost to Vic Fangio, but he was the, literally never, never lost to him when he was the head coach of the Broncos. He was undefeated. He's was like 8-0 against Vic Fangio's Broncos. So, we should have seen that coming. I didn't even the domination about that. of Fangio. That's so funny. No, me neither. I heard it on a pod this week and I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> that makes total sense. I don't know why I didn't think of that, but
0: Uh,
1: Caleb, you said you had a friend, a Dolphins friend who said Fire McDaniel? Laughing. Uh, okay, you just made the playoffs 2 years in a row for the first time since like World War 2? Right. Who's whose friend I'm is on,
3: that? Say I'm his on, name.
2: Say his name. Here. What, what's your friend's name? I'm not. Consistent. Unbelievable. He probably, he he probably doesn't insane. want his name well, come, on these airwaves can, after that. He can come on the pod and defend that
1: after that nonsensical take. But listen, this was Dolphins. I mean, it sounds like they're to re sign Tua. Uh, the GM came out this week and basically backed him 100%. Um, but if you do that, you're kind of backing yourself into a corner if you're the Dolphins, because you're locking yourself into this guy. Um, you know, I think Bryce, you this week made a point to me like maybe this turns out to be a golf Stafford thing where they move off to a who would be the golf and go get a Stafford type of quarterback. I don't know who that would be, but it could be something like that. That would be the best case scenario for them. But, you know, the Dolphins, I mean, this is it's kind of what they get, you know, for playing like trash the last two, three weeks of the season. Uh, I thought they had a great season.
0: And
3: not, what does that look, Caleb? They played like trash. They did. You can't. It's what it. I
0: said because it's what I said. It's what I said last week. It's what I said last week. If Miami were to have beaten the Bills on Sunday Night Football last week, you guys would not have changed your opinion. It no, but they battering. would have had a better. They would have bat- had a better
3: chance
1: of winning
0: sure against Buffalo. Have, but it didn't change your. But my point was, it didn't change your opinion. So there's something bigger that they're they that they're, they're, they're going to have to identify. Just they're plain and simple going to have to identify. I mean, but I what is it? The whole concept of you know McDaniel just needs his staffer. How about McDaniel win a playoff? Let's just start there. The reason the whole McVeigh discussion took place with Goff and Stafford was because. Got lost the big game, you know. Okay. We saw that they okay. win these playoff right. games and make, you know, himself a, a legitimate coach. I mean, sure, I think the defensive injuries are important, and I don't think we should take away from that because I do think their defense was very good. But at the same time, this is a Miami team that I think is, you know, we're just seeing them start to contend. We're just seeing them start to get there. It's a popular franchise, so. People have a lot of opinions on them, and that's fine. But I, I'm, yes, it was disappointing the way they ended the season. But I, I think right now they're in a spot of we just got to keep putting relevant teams together. We got to keep stacking them, you know, and then eventually things will work out. Um, it was good for Tua to suck at the playoffs. It just was. It was good for this team to not, you know, to have to go through that, you know. And we'll see where they respond. Buffalo might be just as good or better, or you know, maybe. Depending on how you feel about the Jets, maybe the Jets sneak in, but I don't know, we'll see. I, I, I'm not as, this Miami loss was bad, yes, but I think there's a lot of things that they're going to have to address and looking forward to seeing how they do that in the offseason. Uh, next up, uh, a game that, you know, I think almost, again, very deceiving score, 31-17, to 17, uh, Bills and the Steelers. I mean, I, I really thought, uh, yeah, you know, Zach. I really thought this game was was put away in the first half. I mean, twenty one to seven. I mean, if you give a twenty one to seven lead against a Mason Rudolph team, you might as well mark off the W. No reason to play the second half. I mean, it, this was a game in in, uh, in Buffalo where you know I just thought they controlled the game from the outskirts. I mean, Allen looked great. Um, you know, I I. I I couldn't help but think of uh, Bryce when James Cook had 18 carries for 79 yards. Uh, the, the, yeah. uh, the, uh, the fact that they're, they're running with him, they're, they're trusting him, they're getting the ball to him. Um, there's a bigger conversation in Buffalo. And we have not had this conversation on a pod. We have talked oh. about it very much privately. Um, I mean, is it even beneficial for this team to have Davis back? <laughs> what are you getting in the second? What are you getting your, your second option at this point has become musical chairs. I mean, can, One Cade, game, Gabe. Did Cade, can Cade look pretty good and he's given them uh, some really good promise uh, at the end of the season. He, he's been an established guy, but I mean, Deontay Hardy, you know, and guys like that, they're doing the same thing. Gabe Davis does make a play. Just make a play. Just get that big play. Get that explosive play. Um, what I'm curious about from this game is can they just can some of these other guys make plays for them when the defense is all over Diggs? You know, will Allen force the ball into Diggs, Bryce? So you're concerned about the turnovers, and it's more than fair. But, you know, can some of these Bills players separate enough? You don't have to do it a ton, but can they do it enough to 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 make Allen's life a little less hectic in the passing game? I thought they showed some spurts of that against the Steelers. I'm just curious to see if that will continue. Right.
2: No, fair concerns. I mean, yeah, I mean, we are not fans of Gabe Davis. And you know what? Uh, Khalil Shakir made one of the best plays of the of that in the game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he shook several tackles on the way to the end zone. He turned, you know, what was a simple route, you know, to gain yardage into a touchdown in, in, in amazing fashion, honestly. Um, so, I mean, I think they're a little more explosive with these, with these, um, with these guys that can shake you. Um, so yeah, I, and I think the usage of the tight ends was good, you know, Dustin Knox coming back. I mean, he, uh, you know, he only had the one catch, but it was for a touchdown. Uh, McCabe made some big grabs as well. Um, and then you saw James Cook, who I still think is still being a tad underutilized. Uh, so I, I think. Really? Yeah, I do. I, I think uh, why why can't he get more than eighteen carries? Why can't he? Why can't Should he? Should be getting I mean, twenty at least, he, right? And he had he had four receptions for five yards. Like, why not draw up a specific you know screen pass for him or something to get him in the ball? You know, a slant route the way the way the Chiefs use Pacheco. Like, why can't that? Why can't that be a sure. thing? You know what I mean? Like, get him more involved. That's going to add another layer to. To that offense, because right now, you know, I know we're going to preview the game, uh, you know, so we'll get more into specifics. But right now, to me, Buffalo's offense is kind of predictable. A little bit, obviously, you want to force feed digs and, you know, Josh Allen wants to use his legs to make a play. So, I mean, I feel like if you contain Josh Allen and you put your best corner, you know, you blanket digs. You know, it's going to be up to those other guys to make plays. And can they, can they not? I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to think so. But, I don't know. I just don't know that you can rely on Josh Allen all the way to the Super Bowl. It doesn't seem like the right way uh, to, for, for the Bills to get there.
0: Zach, transitioning transition into the defense a little bit. Because Buffalo now no. will not have Bernard. Um, they'll, yeah. be, they'll be out for them. That's a pretty big piece. Uh, in the middle of that defense. And those guys made some plays. They certainly, you know, contributed for them. But where's kind of the concern level of, or do you have a concern level of this team potentially might not having enough juice down the stretch with so many guys that have been, you know, hurt like Milano and Tredavious White uh, not available as well?
3: Well, they're lucky they were playing Mason Rudolph this week. Because... Mason Rudolph doesn't throw a
1: pick in the end zone, you know, this ends up being a lot closer. I still think the Bills win, of course, but it ends up being a lot closer than what it looked like. I mean, the Bills defense, I know like you said, we're gonna preview the Chiefs game with them, but it's gonna be interesting to see what approach they take. Because I'm almost for the approach of listen, if it gets if it gets out of hand quick like just try and outscore them because we, you know, we've, we've had, I mean, Von Miller's a healthy scratch for God's sake. Like what, what are we doing? What are we doing? But their defense and, and, you know, McDermott's supposed to be a defensive guy, right? So you would think, figure this out somehow, but luckily they still have Poyer and Hyde. So that will come in handy next week for sure. They can try and hopefully prevent the Mahomes bomb uh, that will inevitably happen next week, probably. But my my concern with them going forward is the run uh, because that front is really banged up. I do like Floyd a lot, and I like Oliver. Uh, but you know, if they get past that front, you know, next week if Pacheco gets past the front line. There's like no linebacker to speak of to stop him. And if he gets in the secondary, he, I mean, you know you guys know how hard he runs. It's gonna be really hard for anyone to bring him down, let alone guys we've never heard of on this Bills defense. Um so that that would be a concern for me. Them against the run uh this week, but they did uh they came up with the plays when they needed them, when the Steelers were starting to Move it down the field, move it in the red zone. Like I said, they came up with the pick, uh, so they can make plays when you need them to. But obviously, Mahomes is much different than uh, Mason freaking Rudolph.
0: Yeah, that is uh, no 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 doubt to that. Uh, you know, like uh, like Bryce, like we've all been saying. We'll get to the we'll get to the previews later. Um, first game uh, in the NFC that took place was the Packers against the Cowboys. And it's kind of wild how that score, the final score for, I mean, 80 points in a playoff game combined is wild to me. Um, and in general, um, you know, Green Bay came into Dallas and, you know, they pretty much took it to them. They went, I believe they started off the game. They started off the game with a leadoff touchdown, it was 7 And then they kept it going. They forced Dallas to a point first, but ah forced Dallas to a punt and they punted themselves. And then from there, after that start, particularly probably about 36 seconds left in the first quarter, Dak throws that interception to Alexander and then Green Bay scores immediately after that 14 method. And then I feel like the, the stadium the vibes in the stadium went totally down. And, and, you know, this Packers team had had plenty of success against them. I mean, it's, I feel like it's, again, I feel like we're saying this a lot, but it really is the truth. If you're just looking at these final scores, I just don't think they're as, as identical. I mean, 16 points just feels, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it should have no, been a it wasn't. game. It should have been like a three-touchdown game. Four it wasn't that close. And obviously, you know, I mean, we talked a little bit about the coaching stuff. McCarthy, um, I mean, he was on the hot, he, he's on the hot seat, or at least I thought, uh, but uh, it looks like he's going to be back uh, and we'll have to respond from this. Um, you know, Dak, uh, is, is wanting to take that blame on himself. Uh, he'll have to be uh, responsible for this. This isn't, you know, great outings from the, both of them in this team that, you know, I mean, they had an opportunity to, to really take it home and, and they, they did not. And, uh, you know, Bryce, you always say it uh, with Dallas, it's like if. If everything's going well, something's going wrong, or something like that. Isn't it isn't that? The oh,
2: same they're thing? an accident waiting to happen. Yeah, baby. To it, was uh, it was a guarantee. It was a guarantee, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the old Dallas Cowboys did it again. Once again, you guys were sipping the Kool-Aid. You were, oh, this is Dallas's year. No. Never said that. Revel in never it, said boys. That. Revel in it. The Cowboys. Cowboyed again. Once again, they've done it. They've uh, they've reached a new way to disappoint the fans and the national media. And I told you guys, beware. And I said, you guys better hope you better hope that they don't lose to Green Bay. And what did they do? They lost to Green Bay in embarrassing fashion. LaFleur was so confident in this game. They won the coin toss. And you know what he said? Give me the ball. And they went down and they scored on them, making them look like Swiss cheese defense. The Caleb Lynn special defense Swiss cheese. Embarrassing performance from one Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy Goodbye. I'm glad I don't have to talk about them the rest of the season. Now, we can move on with the playoffs. Embarrassing loss. I will revel in it. You too should revel in it. Beware of the Cowboys always, gentlemen. Beware.
3: Go ahead, Zach. Listen, I, you know, I, you're acting like I said the Cowboys are going
1: to lift the Lombardi. I never said that.
3: Oh,
2: Never you guys that. were all on the Cowboys. No, no, no. You no, guys we hated, on you hated on me. You hated on me. You're like, you give Dallas respect. Give them respect. No, no. You I weren't giving them respect. And they were playing You, well. you, you, you want to why? Because them. they do this crap. They, this crap. They're a cute, regular season team. So you won 12 games. Right. Great. Great. Right. Dak Prescott, I'm not going to wear the the division winner hat. I got something else in mind. What? Sitting on your couch? Going back to
0: Cancun? Got your You're right. Booked? You're right. That's that's fair. I mean, he did say Look, that after that that game it's more
1: fair. i'll just from the cowboys
3: perspective i'll set the scene for you guys so i'm watching the game here at my house like bryce says
1: they win the coin toss packers win the coin toss take the ball right down the field right down the throat uh Duran bland shows on the first drive why he shouldn't be an all pro uh and why trayvon digs is leaps and bounds better than him um And Aaron Jones scores the first of his three touchdowns of the day.
2: Where was that Uh, four weeks ago?
1: Me and my dad and my grandpa, my dad's dad, they are lifelong Cowboys fans. And my grandpa was very active in the chat right away saying it's over. It's done. Fire McCarthy. Cut Dak, not even trade Dak. Cut Dak, cut Dak. I love it. And I, love it. I didn't hear from my dad. I didn't hear from my dad for the whole first quarter. The entire first quarter, did not hear from my father. It was concerned for his well being, and he chimed in in the second quarter. I think when Jerry started looking around for somebody to blame, my dad. Just <laughs> My dad just tweeted one word embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> and then after the game I asked them both, is this the worst loss in Cowboys history? And they both unequivocally said yes. Yes, is the worst Cowboys worst loss in history, worst life of uh, of their li- of their lifetime. Oh, and you got two revel. lifelong Cowboys fans revel. dying inside. And now they're dying even they were dying even more tonight when the McCarthy news came out that he was safe that you're safe. You know, I don't if this doesn't get you fired, I don't know what will. I mean, what nobody should get fired then. Nobody in the world should get fired. Because Mike McCarthy, I mean, what you get your ass kicked by your old team nonetheless uh at home in front of everyone when you were a touchdown favorite in this game. Embarrassing. I don't know I don't know how I don't know how he doesn't get fired. Um uh, the Packers curse is real over the Cowboys. You know, this is the third time in the past decade that the Packers have just ripped the soul out of the Cowboys, and they've they've done it to some of the best Cowboys teams we've seen that uh, three of us have seen. But for the Packers, I, enough of this Packers are young narrative. They're inexperienced. They, I know Jordan Love. Is young and this is his first year starting. But Matt Lafleur's been to two NFC Championship games. AJ Dillon, I know he didn't play in that game because he sucks. But you know, Aaron Jones was on those teams. Uh, a lot of these defensive guys were on those teams. Like, it's not like they've never been to the playoffs before. So yes, it's it's very impressive for Jordan Love. Uh, not to mention how incredibly damning this game was uh, for one, Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of couch, Aaron Rodgers, but. Thank like you. yes the Packers are are very young. They're very young, but it's not like this whole team has never been here before. Okay? They've had guys make deep playoff runs, you know, almost get to the Super Bowl. Uh LaFleur put, you know, put the final stamp on I am a great coach. That discussion's over. And I don't know. They they just Laid the smackdown on them. Cowboys should be embarrassed. I don't know how you run it back next year. I really don't. Um, but it sounds like they're going to. So
0: yeah, I mean, you guys hit the packer on packer combo on the head. I mean, it's pretty tough to disagree with what they're doing. I mean, you know, they they they, they played a great game. Both sides, uh, you know, incredibly efficient. Everybody kind of did their thing, and he obviously
3: found something against Dallas, took advantage of it. I mean. I think I've been thinking about this for a while because they're going to bring back McCarthy, as we mentioned, right? Which probably means they're going to run it back. I only, I think there might be one thing. I don't know if it's going to work, but if I guess this might be the hope that they might have. I mean, the run game wasn't great. The
0: run game wasn't great this season. Uh, they, they didn't have a lot of success running the ball. Is there a world where you think you can get Derrick Henry inside?
3: Is there a world? It would be a journey. I mean, to- they, they need an inside run. And
0: look, I'm not saying that would have taken away all this game. I'm not. Um, I, they, they got killed. But I just, I feel like they are in a spot where it's like, okay, I mean, I think with McCarthy being back, they have showed their hand that they are going to return the guys they have and they're going to run it back. So then it's like you have to think of ways they get better around those guys, which, I mean, I think it's hard to do. I think Jerry's put together a great roster, but you know, maybe they have to go out and address the defense. They're going to get some picks on the defense. Maybe they got to get an offensive lineman or something. The offensive lineman, I don't know. This should be fascinating to agree that played a great game. Uh, next up. Um, a game that you know ended up being right back and forth uh, with the Los Angeles Rams uh, against the Detroit Lions, and the Detroit Lions uh, won this game twenty four to twenty three. Um, j- just a great game to watch. I mean, it was so bad. It was back and forth. Big plays were made by so many different players. You know, I feel like you could literally analyze every player. and Be like, yeah, that guy made that guy made a big play, or that guy made a big catch in a big situation, like. Every guy stepped up, I felt like in both games, you know, maybe like you look at somebody, who, like choice something like I do feel like he made big catches when they needed him and when they tried to yeah, he did. get him the rock. So um and the joy came away from it. And um, you know, like Bryce said on Twitter, I mean this is some history right here. Uh that we're witnessing uh in, yeah. you know, this Detroit team and, and what they've been able to accomplish at twelve and five. Um, you know, golf. Uh, with the solid game, I mean, there's nothing wrong with 22 or 27, 277 yards. Um, ground game was okay. I was a little stunned by that. I I was stunned by that. I didn't expect them uh, to be rushing three yards a carry. I would have expected a little higher, but you know, they had enough success in a lot of different ways. And you know, Zach, I really want you to have to take a look at this Detroit defense because this Detroit defense, yeah. this Detroit defense made some plays. This Detroit defense Listen, man the Detroit defense made some stops. This Detroit defense got after the quarterback. Hutchison with two sacks. Um five TFLs in the game, seven quarterback hits. I mean, they went after these guys. They went after these guys hard. You called out for Aaron Glenn, and Aaron Glenn gave you a piece of work. Aaron Glenn. The
1: most unexpected uh making me shove it possibly of the season. You know, Aaron Glenn got these guys to play. Uh I mean they and they hit hard, like did, that, it wasn't just they yeah. hit incredibly hard. I mean that infamous shot of Stafford, yeah, I'll go to my grave saying it was concussed. I don't care. he was concussed he, he looked looking up, looking up in the ceiling, uh, so, like there was the second coming, just he couldn't believe it. It was just unbelievable, but you know they they handled Kyron Williams, I know he ended up getting hurt, but you know he really didn't do much. Uh, like you said, they held Cooper Cup to under thirty yards. Um, I would say Puka did whatever he wanted, um, which one of the one of the receivers was bound to have a big game. That's just you know when you have two big time receivers, it's you're not going to stop both of them. But uh,
3: other than that, I mean their secondary played really well. Uh, they got they got. Uh, they got tons of pressure on Stafford. I mean, I just got to give it up to Boone, dude. I mean, they are uh, Glenn, Aaron Glenn, dude. He, he just laid the Definitely smack down. He... Definitely not what? Boone.
2: Definitely not Boone.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Uh, I got my errands mixed up. Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone sucks. Aaron Glenn uh,
2: <laughs>
1: did not suck this weekend. Uh, but, you know, Aaron Glenn, I uh, just... I'll give it up to him. You know, I, I wanted him fired. Uh, I didn't think he should be getting head coaching jobs. I still don't. But, you know, he stepped up when his team uh, needed him the most. So, um, you know, obviously this week is going to be another tough challenge for them receiver wise. But, you know, if they did it against Cup and Nakua, uh, I don't see why they can at least do just as good against Evans and Godwin. So, uh,
0: Aaron Glenn, props. Props to you. Aaron Gwynn. Yeah, no doubt about it. Bryce, uh, what did you make of this game?
2: I make of it that Zach picked the wrong team to get behind. You clown. You picked no, the Rams. Listen, no, you were only no, thinking about no, your wallet. Get no, out of my no, face.
1: No, I, I'm not going to apologize for betting on the Rams. That's where the money was to be made. No, I'm not going to apologize for it. No, it was the right bet. No, screw your wallet. And they covered the spread, by the way. No, and they covered the spread. Root, he's like, you,
2: you root. For the team that hasn't won a playoff game in your lifetime. I wanted the Lions to win. I was rooting for the no, Lions. No, you pick you picked the Rams. You picked the Rams. Sure I did. You disgust me. You disgust me. Okay. Is it and, and this is what you get: Detroit, a gritty win. Just, just like the head no, coach. I'm not, I'm
1: not apologizing. I
2: absolutely love this W by Detroit. It is a tough matchup. The storylines are there. Jared Goff, Josh Reynolds, shove it Lynn, on Reynolds revenge totally game and the monkey is off Jared Goff's back he can go and he can ball out he is being recognized he is being heard in Detroit the Rams have gone away and they have I think they have a another decent matchup against Tampa Bay that we'll talk about I loved everything about this Detroit win I thought they were fiery I thought they were passionate uh, I would have liked to see him have a better second half, but you know what? They got it done behind that Aaron Glenn defense that Zach talked about. So respect to Detroit, props to Detroit, and I can't wait to watch him next week. Back at home. home. Back at home.
1: Where's your Josh Reynolds? Where's your Josh Reynolds praise, Lynn? Where's that?
0: Where's that? There. First off, it was there. It's been there. It was there for the scheme. It was there. <laughs> the I mean, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. His over-under say, was a joke. I totally said that that over-under was legitimate. You know I said that. You also know that I said that I thought he was going to have an impact in this game, and he did. He did. He had 80 yards. He had, he had 80 yards. He looked very good. He was very efficient doing it. I mean, granted, it was mostly off, off one catch, but I'll give the guys some respect. It was good. Five for 80. I mean, look, this, this Detroit team, this Detroit team answered the bell for me in a lot of ways. I mean, I think at home, they are very confident. They're very confident. That crowd is very confident. Um, you know, and I trust this 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 line's offense at home. I think they can deliver. I think they can put the goods up with you know, with points. And you know, I just I mean, like I was just saying you know, before you guys were talking, I just I just want to see that run game better. I just feel like three yards a game against the Celley defense. I just think you gotta expect better. I mean, just period. I think you gotta expect better. Tampa's gonna be even harder to run against. Uh so I mean they're gonna to have to really deliver the goods and the run game and fix it. Um Offensive line that I think is the best in football, uh, Zach Griffiths. Offensive line, I think that's the best in football uh, is going to happen. They are uh, now. And, and make a play. Uh, next up, uh, we got the uh, Eagles at the Bucks. Uh, Bucks won 32 to 9. I mean, if you guys want to talk about it a lot, we can. I was just going to kind of go with the statement because, I mean, we pretty much called this. Like all three Yeah, of we did. It. We absolutely it. did. We pretty much said it. We pretty much said it.
1: It happened. We said the Eagles um, would give up, and they gave up. They That's gave exactly up. what they did. They, gave they really up. did give up.
0: Um, I don't think there's a ton to discuss. I mean, Devontae Smith clearly didn't want to 150, 148 yards on eight percent. Yeah, respect a guy that respect <laughs> wants to give up on your team. Uh, and, and the defense, um, you know, is it, poor. It just is poor. They're gonna have to reestablish that. Um, I don't think we learned anything about the Eagles team. But that's, I, but I don't want to take any slight temper. I, I don't want to take any slight temper because, um, I don't want to do a Chauncey run Johnson did, which is basically make Brown Baker Mayfield play this week. I mean, Mayfield 330 yards, three touchdowns. The ground game was exactly what I, exactly what I thought they ground game could be against them. Troll the game, run the clock on them. They delivered their offensive line, delivered. Um, they, they made plays all over the field with so many different guys. Um, I mean, this, this was a masterclass performance by Todd Bowles. I mean, Todd Bowles has gotten a ton of crap over the years. You think about Arizona, you think about the Jets, think about his past. I mean, the guy was never a, you know, a great head coach, but he always felt like he never got the right shake. And, you know, let's look at what he's got. You know, he, he's made the playoffs. He's helped his team make the playoffs three years in a while. And he's gotten his team into a good spot here. And, you know, Jason Light, the the GM, uh, very good team, very competitive. Yeah. They've made a lot of moves, and you know, a guy that I, I mentioned—you know—I I don't understand why analysis is not getting some looks as a, as a head coach. He 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 got he got an interview today. He has got to be, yeah. and he would be a top candidate on my list. Absolutely, totally top agree. three to four Canada. He's totally he's agree. He's killing with this team, and you know, Tampa did deserves. They deserve all the praise they're getting. I'm excited. I'm just what a win for them. And and what a statement to us and people like us, because pretty much for two months we said the NFC South was a waste of our time and it was nothing And they just made a point. And they were like, Okay, maybe they, they, maybe you look at the overall records and it wasn't the case. But doesn't mean we can't come out and win. It just goes to show, I think. The way that, just because the NFC South might have been projected to be this bad division, this all-time bad division, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is the playoffs. And this team is seasoned. And because of the way that it works, it was at home. And that, I think, made this win sweeter. The fact that it was at home. the fact, they did get it done. And it does mean that division division titles should matter. Division titles should matter. I get that your overall record means something, but your division titles should matter. And this game proved that to me. So I think it's good to see that even though the division was awful, or maybe as below average as you thought it was that, that they came out. But I don't know. You guys have any thoughts on that statement or anything additional uh, on that game?
2: No, I mean, I totally agree with everything that you said. I mean, props to Tampa, they came out and just, they, they put the pounding on like, Yes, we, we predicted the Eagles to fold, but I mean, I don't think we predicted 32 to 9. They stopped the push push. Oh, uh, Todd nine. Bowles put up, uh, I mean, I keep hearing the word masterclass by Todd Bowles, and it's the correct word for this. The, he he totally yeah. dominated, he dominated the Eagles. He, he sent more guys than the Eagles could block, and they refused to make an adjustment. I mean, there was I was watching some tape breakdown of Tampa's front six, seven that Todd Bowles was sending at once. I, at one point, they were, they were getting guys like Shaq Barrett as a free rusher, Caleb. Shaq Barrett. If, if I saw Shaq Barrett running at me with no one chipping him or even putting hands on him, I'd be scared too. Heading down, and totally, yeah, totally, totally rattled the Eagles. It's embarrassing. Sirianni looks like he's, he's lost guys lost, I, I'm not going to say lost the locker room, but I think he's lost some guys. They, they were not into this game whatsoever. It was an embarrassing display from the Eagles. And, and like we said, it's, it's exactly what we, we predicted. And by the way, Dave Canales got requested by the Panthers. I don't know that he I has accepted so. the interview, That's but uh, he, he has been requested. And, and I, I think he should be getting yet. looks. Stop he him. should be. I don't know why. He, 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 give me him over Byron Leftwich all day, every day, even <laughs> on Sunday. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding I, let me, me?
0: Let me go a step further. Let me go a step further. He is third on my Coach of Canada list, my dream Coach of Canada list. He's wow. Oh, interesting. He's third. I knew. Like I like this guy. how much I like this guy. I do, too. I you like take this too. team... A team that we didn't we didn't think there was much direction. We didn't think there was much hope. They get Baker Mayfield, a guy that I have been very public, you know, and if you I, have a love I, hate. Not uh, yes, I do. Uh, but this is easily the most consistent he's ever played, and I just feel like that that's a combination of of him getting better, but also just Canalis and what he can be like. Marvelous, marvelous candidate. I, I would. Give me him over Dan Quinn right now. Me sure. Oh yeah. Sure. Uh next up, uh we got we got the games. Uh we got the games. Talk a little about text trades. I don't want to do that a ton. But uh Packers Niners is on Saturday. Uh, the Niners are gonna look to try to get themselves in the conference championship price. 12 and 5. Um, you know, do you have any any reading? Do you think Green Bay can keep this uh this kind of run up here or do you like the Niners?
2: Well, it's very evident that Kyle Shanahan and uh, and Matt LaFleur do not like each other. Um, I think that's documented, well, unofficially documented. Uh, so I'm very curious to see how this will go. Um, I think the Packers have to follow a similar game plan to the Dallas game, just being, being aggressive, trying to get the Niners to play from behind. Uh, I think that would be the way you kind of attack that game. And, and I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is Jordan Love has to continue to be sharp to stay in this game, uh, you know, to make this a game. We know the Niner, Kyle Shanahan is going to have a game plan in place. It's going to be a good game plan. It's can Brock Purdy, you know, execute it. I think people, I think a lot of people are still not sure on Brock Purdy. They still want to see it in, you know, big games like the playoffs. And this will be another opportunity for him to prove that. Um. You know, you can book Quay Walker for one low IQ penalty in and, and a critical time and moment in the game. So out. that could potentially be a swing moment in the game. I still like the Niners spread as nine. I can see the Packers covering. The only reason I couldn't see them covering is if the Niners get a late touchdown and Jordan Love just has to throw the ball around the yard, try to make something happen he turns it over or something like that. So I'm going to take the Niners, but I'm not going to, di- I'm not disrespecting the Packers because Jordan love has just been downright Awesome lately. And I honestly, I like watching them play football. I really do. I enjoy watching them execute the offense.
0: Well, I'm seeing, I mean, look, um, you know, I, I'm going to lean the Niners, uh, simply just because of their overall talent and in my opinion, um, this is just a situation. I just don't know how much longer they have the window that they have. I think they know that. Uh, I expect to bounce back. Um, but I'm watching a top 10 quarterback in Green Bay. I mean, I just am top 10 quarterback in the league. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, the guy, the guy's a machine. The guy's an absolute machine. Uh, he's delivering the goods here. Uh, I mean, now there's, there, we're, we're watching a top 10 quarterback. They just are. Um, we might be watching the best quarterback in the conference. I mean look, I, I I I don't like betting against Jordan Love in any circumstance. I don't love it. Um I just think this Niners team it, it might just be their year. It might just be the year with the way things planned out, it might be their year. But I don't like back I don't like I don't like going against the best quarterback in the conference. I don't like
3: No, the I mean kind of like the Texans a little bit.
1: I mean, a little, a little different cuz the Packers weren't as bad as the Texans have been, but you know, they didn't expect to be here. They certainly didn't expect to be in the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game, right? With a brand new quarterback. Um uh, so the season is success, is a success no matter how this game plays out, but I don't want this to and I will come on next week and you know eat crow if this doesn't happen, but And I don't want this to be disrespectful to the Packers because I've loved the Packers all year. Uh, I've loved Jordan Love all year. Even when he was going through a rough patch. I do think the 49ers will cover the spread. But it's not going to be an easy cover. It's going to be like... You know, because right now the the spread is nine and a half. When I checked last. So it's going to be like they're up a touchdown and, and they kick a field goal to cover. It's not going to be like they won by twenty. I, I think the Packers are going to hang around. Uh, Packers can run the ball. I think that travels no matter who you are playing. I did too. Uh, they have a great defensive front with Clark and Gary, like and Jair Alexander. I didn't mention him when we talk about the Cowboys game, but he, in my opinion, saved himself from getting cut with the game he had because I thought he was going to get cut in March, and he played. Uh, like he did the past couple years, like an All-Pro, against one of the best receiving units in the league. So I don't see why he can't do that again against San Francisco. Uh, But I just think, like you said, Caleb, I just think San Francisco is, they're just better uh, than probably any team in the league except Baltimore, I would say. Uh, They're just, I just think they're ready. They're, they're ready. I think Shanahan's ready. He knows everybody's saying he can't win the big game. Um, I think they just, at this point, they just want to get there and let it play out when they do, but I'll take the Niners as well. I got the Niners by 10.
0: Um, talked talk a lot about Tampa. I want to give respect to Tampa. Talked a lot about Detroit. Bucks, lions um, Sunday afternoon, fun game. That's on it. Yeah. I don't see that crowd again a second time. Um. Let's you know any 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 thoughts here? Any
3: predictions here of the uh, of this game? Um.
2: I am going to continue to roll with the Lions, but the Bucks are going to be frisky. Uh, but that that crowd is going to be loud. Aiden Hutchinson looks unstoppable at the moment. Uh, I think that continues. Yeah. Um. You know, the Lions, as long as they continue to get the ball to their guys, you know, Laporta, St. Brown in the past game, have a good balance uh, with Montgomery and Gibbs. Uh, I mean, it's hard to see them losing guys. I'm I'm looking at ESPN right now and, you know, like right under where it says that the game's going to be, you know, it'll say like tickets as low as.
3: Yeah,
2: well, for this Lions game, it says tickets as low as five hundred dollars. Um, and just for comparison, guys, just for comparison, uh, lowest ticket Texans Ravens is $91, Packers Niners $175, and Chiefs Bills $138. Just to just to tell you the magnitude of this game, I, I am not going to bet against the Lions. Uh, so yeah, give me them, um, against the Bucks, but it's gonna yeah. be a fun game. I am down for this game.
0: Lock of the week, I, I'm. D- Lock of the oh, week. You're locked. Lock of the week. To cover? Um, give me the cover. Give me the first half win. Give me the first half win. Give me the full game. Give me first Ooh. half, full game. Lock it in. Detroit Lions. Lock it. Lock it. Lock it. Lock it. Lock it. Tampa, you've been great wow. this season. You've been fantastic this season. Um, you've made this podcast shove it. You've made this podcast shove it so much. Uh, but uh, you're gonna have to make me shove it again. First half, full game, lock of the week. Zach, what do you
1: wow. got? Wow. 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 Well, I, I do have a parlay for this game as well. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, close, competitive. Um, I got a parlay. I got the Bucks spread uh, teased down to plus 4.5. And, uh, and then you can get that for plus 116. We got Sam Laporte a touchdown. He had one last week. Uh, he's going to be a little bit healthier this week. I don't see why he can't get another one. Probably, probably Jared Goff's favorite red zone target, and then you got Baker Mayfield. Uh, you can get him for plus money to have over uh, one and a half touchdowns. Had the same like bet that. for GCC, uh, for uh, CJ Stroud last week, and that hit comfortably. Hey, you've been on you probably those this. three things. <laughs> Big, lot if you get CJ Stroud plus one twenty to throw two touchdowns, I'm gonna put the house Absolutely. on the line. Absolutely. And I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna ride the hot hand with uh Mayfield here., uh, I think yeah, I think he's your three. He did Philly he did, yeah, yeah. um, so if you do those three things in the parlay, you get plus seven eleven odds. If you got my luck, two of them will hit the other one won't., <laughs> uh,
3: but a little bit on Baker Mayfield, like, why has there been no? Buzz on this
1: guy to win comeback player of the year. Why? Like, literally zero buzz. Think about what he went through last year. He's cast off in Cleveland. They say, here, go play with Matt Rule in Carolina. Sucks. Bryce told me today there was a picture of him lining up as a D end in camp with the Panthers on the scout team. Scout team. What is that? What is that? Yeah. Then he gets. Shipped off to the Rams, Ball's you know, out. has a couple of good games. Yeah. A couple good games there beats our boy McD Thank and you. then this whole off season, nobody wants him. Nobody wants him. Team's passing on him. Bucks get him for cheap. And all he does is come in. Uh, like Caleb said, maybe the most consistent he's ever played replaces the goat in Tampa Tom Brady actually has a better record this year than the Bucks had last year. Bucks were eight and nine last year. This year they flipped it and went nine and eight. Why was he getting no buzz for comeback player of the year? I'm just wondering. Haters. Like man. none. Haters. None at all. So, and then a little trivia here. And I'm going to give credit to Bryce on this because he brought it up uh, yesterday, I think. Baker Mayfield joins an exclusive gl- uh, group of quarterbacks here. Of quarterbacks to win playoff games for multiple franchises. Baker Mayfield is one of two, three, four, five, six,
3: seven, eight quarterbacks. Can you name the other seven? Yeah. Peyton Manning, um, Joe Montana, yep. Brady, um, Brett Favre, yeah, Brees, yeah, did Brees do it? Nope, no, okay, nope. Did Steve yeah, Berg do it? He did not. Oh, okay. per Oh, that's a good. For one, Warner did it? Yeah. So two more. Um, did Boomer Esiason do it? He did not. I'll give you a hint. This guy. Super Bowl MVP, uh, one of the all-time great quarterback performances in a Super Bowl. Not in the Hall of Fame, though. It's kind of hard, kind of tricky. Interesting. Was it Steve Young? Not Steve Young. See one of the all-time... I think I can. And then There's another guy. I'm actually shocked. You haven't got him yet uh, because it literally just happened. It literally just happened this weekend. He joined this group as well. Oh, wow. Really? Golf. 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 Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. Another other guy one? is Doug
1: Williams.
2: Ah, yes. Okay. Doug Williams. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Ah, man.
1: Doug Williams won a playoff game with Tampa. That. Yeah. And then won a Super Bowl with Washington.
3: Washington. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Chiefs and Bills. Chiefs and Bills, last game on the docket. Um, last game of the playoffs. Chiefs Bills. Well, oh, not basket. You get what I mean. Last game, playoff round. Uh, Chiefs and Bills, AFC Divisional Playoff. Um, everybody likes this game. Everybody wants to. Everybody likes this rivalry, Bryce. I feel like it's just a fan favorite. Uh, what's your prediction? Uh,
3: I've
2: been saying it. If you want to be the man, you gotta beat the man. The odds are in the Bills' favor. Here's what's not in their favor, though. Terrell Bernard, linebacker, their key linebacker left after all the injuries they face this season. Looks like, uh, I doubt he's going to play. It'd be a miracle if he played. Got carded off in the last game against Pittsburgh. That is their physical guy that can deal with the run game the most. If he does not play, that is not good. Um, I think it's going to come. I, and again, it's part like Steve Spagnuolo has got good game plans in the playoffs. He gets a, He gets the most out of his defense. Buffalo seems like they have it put together. They're at home. Give me Kansas City. I can't bet against Mahomes and that Steve Spagnuolo defense. I'm, I, You know, I, I'm, I'm not even upset if, if I'm wrong. I'm not upset if I'm wrong. But I'm going to take the Chiefs in a very close game. It will come down to the fourth quarter. But this has got to be Josh Allen's time to beat them. This is it. It's now or never, in my opinion. This is it. So figure it out. Or I don't know that you ever will in my
0: opinion. I, I totally agree with that. Um, I literally, I'm, I'm going to basically, I mean, it sounds bad. I'm going to echo what you say because that's kind of at. You just have to beat the guy to be the guy. You're Josh Allen. I'm going to take the Chiefs until
3: Buffalo does it. So until we're wrong. Yeah, until so we're wrong. Yeah. Go Zach, uh-huh. let's
1: hear
2: it. Let's hear yeah, it. By the
1: way, I am taking the Lions. I didn't say that. I am taking
2: oh, the
1: Lions. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay. 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 Lions. Uh, yeah, I know I went bucks heavy there, but I am taking the Lions. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I totally agree. If, if if you don't beat the Chiefs now, you never will. It's just that simple. This is the worst team Patrick Mahomes has ever had. Uh, and probably the worst team he will ever have. Okay? So, if you don't do it now, you never will. I, I ironically, these
3: teams are kind of similar, really similar this year because they're getting really decent. Like, obviously, really good quarterback play, but not what we're used to seeing from
1: Mahomes and Allen. Where you know, Allen had a ton of turnovers, Mahomes threw a lot of picks. Uh, but if you're looking at these offenses, like they're really pretty similar. Like. Solid O-lines. Really, really good running games this year with Pacheco and Cook, respectively. There's a clear number one receiving option on both teams, Kelsey and Diggs. And then there's second options that have started to emerge second half of the year with Rice and Kincaid. Okay? The Chiefs have the defensive advantage just because of all the you know, with the coaching with Spagnolo and all of the injuries that Buffalo has. But I mean, if you don't beat them now, I mean, what more do you want? This is the worst Mahomes team there's ever been. Their receiving course sucks outside of the guys I mentioned.
3: And you're you're at home. You're at home. You've never played the Chiefs at home uh, in the playoffs. Josh Allen always plays well against the Chiefs. He just can't close the show.
1: I mean, I, I I don't know what more you want. It's it's kind of like a silver platter, guys. Honestly, like
3: begging you to beat the Chiefs. Okay, the league is begging you to beat the Chiefs. You're at home. You're in the cold. Although it doesn't really favor them. I mean, I'm just.
1: You have to do it. You have to do it. I, I am taking the Chiefs for the same reason you guys did. I mean, we haven't seen
3: it yet. We have not seen it yet. We almost saw it once. Almost saw it. Now I mean I I don't know. I don't know. You you have to. You have to. Otherwise I wanna say there'll be big changes in Buffalo, but they're not gonna fire McDermott. I don't I and I honestly don't think they should or can with how the team has
1: rallied around him after all that BS that happened, and how
3: well they played down the stretch, but I don't know. You you have to you have to win. You have to win. But I'm I'm still t- I'm still taking the Chiefs.
0: Well, that'll do it for us uh, on on the podcast. Big week, big week of football for sure coming up. But uh, should be should be exciting. Should be exciting. Um, good good slate ahead of us. Good slate of us Good slate ahead of us, gentlemen. Uh once again. Uh look out for those clips. Look out for those clips. We've been trying to put out those clips. Uh tease them, tease them, share them, do whatever you gotta do with them. Uh and once again, thank you for listening.